Welcome back to Make Play, a podcast where Nick Ragusa. Hello, that's that's myself. And me, Jimmy Stein, talk about the games we've been uh, playing and uh, what we've been making as well. Uh, for some reason, we usually start with making? I feel like we just start with playing. Yeah. Even though the title is the opposite way. Yeah. Um, let's spice it up. Let's talk about what we've been making first. Okay, let's sure. Things, let's do things the... 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 The name the proper way, way. the proper way, the way God intended. Oh God! Okay. Well, <laughs> I guess that makes me God, right? Because uh, we, well, I guess it makes us God. Oh, the collective. Wow. Us. Are you the father, or am, or am I the father? I think we're somehow both the father. Mm, I think okay. of each other. Can I be the Holy Spirit? We're our own father. This is <laughs> like, you can be the Holy Spirit, sure, Jimmy. Yes. Okay, uh, so let's. We're gonna keep this one short and sweet because we've been gone for a little while now. Uh, can't even remember what the last episode. I guess the last episode I put up was with Flan. Probably? Yeah, I feel like we recorded one. Yeah, I don't know. I think it was pretty weak. So yeah, I didn't want to put it up. <laughs> that's, that's fair. I think we were both just way too tired. Yep, and exhausted. That I sounds... like to, to record anything that yeah. I would uh, feel comfortable letting people or asking people to listen to for more than two minutes. Yep. Um. Anyway, so yeah, it's been a, we've been on hiatus for a little bit because we wrapped up our semester. We graduated. Yeah, we. That was us high fiving because we have degrees now. Yes, um, and a lot of debt. That's what people with degrees do. <laughs> high five. Um, and uh, you know, we did a little bit of traveling, did a little bit of R and R, a little bit of resting and relaxing. Uh, mm -hmm. Nick, Nick's a working boy now. I am a working boy now. I have that nine to five life. Uh, yep. It's. I mean, there. I have an income, so that's a nice thing. True. Um, I have a new computer, which has been really, really awesome because I can kind of proper play who, games. Who made that? I know you said it's a prefab. Yeah. It, just it was like... just like it was like an MSI. Okay. Uh, Pre-made. Republic of Gamers. Uh, uh, no. Okay. No. <laughs> but uh, I, it's you know I like it. Yeah. It's good. It gets the job done, and it's way better than I've been having laptops for a really long time. Yeah. So like any desktop has been a hilariously good oh, upgrade. Man. I'm. I, um, I feel like this is gonna be one of those instances where like. I got a new phone relatively recently. I went from like a 5S mm -hmm. that I'd had, that had been like a hand-me-down of a hand-me-down for like four years, basically, five years. And then I got an iPhone 8, and that was a big leap. But I feel like this is going to be even crazier. Yeah, of no. A jump. Getting, going, well, you're going, you're going from like from, a five-year-old MacBook Pro yeah. to a full-ass, real hardcore gamer's computer. Uh, it's going to be dope. That's the main thing I've been making, technically, if you want to think about it that way, mm -hmm. uh, the past... Well, the past week and a half, I've been kind of doing some research, looking into parts and stuff. Yep. Um, trying to trying to scoop them low low prices, but boy howdy, our GPU is expensive. <laughs> yep. Yep. I got a 1070 on mine. It was pre-made, but like they had like options if you wanted sure. to, you know, sure. get a 1080. Da 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 da. Now it's just like the price jump from the 1070 to the 1080 is significant like, as much as a 1080 should just have costed yeah. initially. So I'm like just like I don't need to. I don't know, I can have a 1070, it's yeah, fine. Yeah. Um, it's a big leap from my uh, laptop that I was using. Well, Abhinav, my roommate's laptop, which he lets me use, mm -hmm. is a pretty good computer. But when he's not here, when he's gone or whatever, I have to use my laptop, which has, I think, a, a like a, t a 740 and okay. is like five or six years old and does not really work anymore in general yeah uh, it blue screens every now and then Ooh. it's uh it's on its last legs i'm in the process of just uh, putting linux on it and is it really that, yeah. that decrepit 
For Windows, yes. Mm. Its Windows installation is awful. Oh. Uh, I've, I've reset it. I've tried to do many things, but it just... Uh, doesn't doesn't want to work very well anymore. Linux runs fine, but I'm pretty sure you can run Linux on like a toaster. So uh, <laughs> yeah, I was kind of like looking into running Linux on this computer I'm building, uh, but basically you can't run like any creative software on Linux. Yep. Or you can, but not a lot. Uh, there's even like for Unity, like there's a a Linux distribution, but it's like it's maintained via one thread mm -hmm. that someone just keeps posting updates to with the link yeah, that sounds, to, that the, to the Linux. Yeah, I'm like, this, I, no, yeah. I, you know. And the other thing is you can't play too many games on Linux. I mean, that's slowly changing. There's right. more games that are being released that, you know, right. Linux can play. But, but, like, I just, you know, I'm really excited because, you know, I've been on a bit of, like, a creative hiatus in that I haven't really been, like, making anything mm -hmm. that interesting. Like, I haven't even been doodling, which is... Surprising, I thought I'd at least be doing that, but, um, but like just the, the massive amount of like the massive step up that having a fully fledged like actual computer is going to be that has like more than eight gigabytes of RAM for just doing you know Photoshop and also Unity and maybe one other thing mm -hmm. is going to be crazy, especially yeah, like yeah. doing three D stuff because I remember working on this uh, the the uh, Hall of Available Samples for my level design final. Where basically I couldn't like see what it actually looked like because I had to just put the settings on low, 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 low all across the board and couldn't like build a lighting. Just couldn't, just couldn't. Yeah. Um, which was really frustrating because I like lighting a lot. Mm. Uh, and now I'm going to be able to just like, ah, oh, I'm going to be able to boot that thing right up and just do whatever the fuck I want and be super lazy about optimizing everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, yep. I'm excited too. I did start making some stuff myself as well. I was making concept art for yeah, control and bit. all that. And it's, it's not a lot of it yet, but I mean, there's some of it. And also, mm -hmm. I've just been trying to make sure that when I get home, because I essentially, I leave at around 6 mm -hmm. in the morning, Oof. and I get home at around 6 you, in the afternoon. Um, no, I, like, I wake up at like 6-ish. Oh, it's yeah, just that I, I get up, I roll out of bed, I put my clothes <laughs> on, I like, you know. Leave at 6.05. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like even sometimes like... This sounds gross. I shower the night before, but I, I don't know. I just yeah. I keep my room warm so I don't like sweat or yeah. cold I mean, so I don't like sweat. You have to get up early. Yeah. That's totally a reasonable way to do that. Yeah, I just, you know, shave the night before, do that the night before, mm -hmm. brush my teeth in the morning and like put some deodorant on, sure, whatever, some sure. cologne, and then get the hell out because um, it's just, yeah. Anyway, we by the time I get home, it's like 6 or like you know 5 30 yeah. sometimes it's like yeah sometimes it's later sometimes it's earlier it's really random it just depends on the traffic but essentially i have 12 hour like days mm -hmm. um which is and so you mean you optimal, don't want to get home but, uh, and try and wrestle with unity exactly every day oh, that's, what? that's, that's like, how i unwind you know i don't even and the other thing is i'm not a good artist but i've been trying to also do like yeah. pixel art and learn just yeah. art in general yeah and so it's just like it's time-consuming, but yeah. it's, kind of, it's less frustrating for yeah. me, at least. But it, that's the thing for me, is that it's time-consuming. Yeah. So, like, if I only have... Like, if I already know how to code, and I've already played around with Unity, and I get home at, you know, 6, and I'm going to pass out at 9, because, like, i got to get up at 6. Like, if I only have, like, 3 hours to do something, mm -hmm. I'm going to go mess with Unity, because I can get more done. Yeah, but that's like, true. Man, 3 hours is, like... Like, no time. 
Yeah, that's essentially during the week, like how much life I have is yeah. about three hours of proper yeah. being alive and then 12 hours of like either Corporate sitting slave. in a car or Corporate even slave. I prefer being at work to being in the car. Like being at work, I can do some coding. I can like yeah, get a copy. Yeah, no, I can see people who I know. Make I can get lunch, butt, uh, you know, on the scanner. Of course, you mm -hmm. got to do that. Why don't you send me any of those? Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll do that. It's just, it's hard. They don't have like a door to the break room. So I gotta <laughs> like, you know. Yeah, I imagine that's a little bit of a, bit put of a, a laptop with a webcam that's connected to my phone at the front so I can, you know, <laughs> scan my button piece. But nice, 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 nice. Um, yeah, I guess, yeah, it's been a bit of a bit of a creative hiatus. But mm -hmm. I'm about to, I start working uh, full time. I become the corporate slave uh, <laughs> next week on Monday. Oh, cool. So I'll be doing stuff there. Hopefully, I'll be able to talk about it. I definitely won't be able to talk about some of it because that's how. Life yeah, works. Oh, same. Um, but I also am hoping that doing that gives me a bit more of like a rhythm to have the energy to like also maybe make some stuff in my spare time. Yeah, I'm hoping that um, I can get into a rhythm. I've been trying to like keep a daily, you know, like just planner of just stuff I want to do today. And I don't have to stick to it, but like. Yeah. You know, I just write down like three things I kind of want to do and I do at least like maybe one of them, you know, mm -hmm. and it's just a lot more relaxed because I think I definitely need that right now. I might need that in general, but yeah. I, like I just, I can't do a really rigid structure right now of like I come home, I work for an hour, yeah. you know what I mean? And then I do something else. Like I gotta, I, I gotta feel it out. Yeah. Some days I get home and I'm just like, you know what? I I need to sleep like Time even sleep. an hour too early. Yeah. I can only get one hour of day today. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I'm just I also need a lot of sleep personally. So like Same. I, you know, it sucks. I can't do it. I gotta just have a really loose structure. And I found that actually funny enough. Sometimes I get home and if I actually have energy on a day, and I the only thing I put down is like literally like start the project. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like start doing any art. Mm -hmm. Make some templates for like art that you want to do and save them like and just set up structure like the day that i did that i also just started doing other shit hmm. like once i set it up i was like ah, i can do a little yeah, concept art for like this character in that and mindset i can know. maybe update my google drive about like the actual overarching like document i yeah. have describing yeah. this sort of project and how much of that kind of stuff do you do at work because i know you were saying that you have a lot of downtime and so you just kind of optimize your like storage and like style sheets and stuff but do you ever like diddle around in like a Google Doc for the game? Uh, not, I try not to because, I mean, part of the reason I do that stuff at work is because I feel like it's something that I could reasonably explain as being productive. Yeah, like, like, hey, Nicholas. Yeah, if someone walks by, I don't want to have something on the, the, you know, on my, one of my monitors that says like, uh, the, the cheese of destiny is an <laughs> item that, you know, like. I can't, that's, that won't Wait, look good. is the but, cheese of destiny yeah. an item in, the, in this game? Uh, it is now. Oh boy. Uh, we already, there's a peppermint and there's a bendy straw that, uh, is actually filled with cement and bendy on both sides that a man Wait. mistakes for glasses. But, what? yeah, there's, there's a lot going on. I have a lot of just really silly stuff written in there. Okay. But, I'm trying to make it humorous, you know. There you go. Um. I love a good joke. Yeah, you too. Uh, should we maybe transition into play? Sure, because make is dead. I've been doing a lot more. Long play. live play. Yep. Um, ooh, that. Ooh, whoa! What if that was our new slogan? Long live play. Long live play. Play is dead. Long live play. Oh man. 
Um, it's almost as if I've heard it before. I've been playing a host of new games because now that we're graduated and I have time again, I've just been kind of drenching myself in games. Good. Uh, although not as many as I would like to. Mm. Anyway, uh, so yeah, I've been playing a lot of uh, Overcooked, which is a game that uh, came out a while ago. Uh, most of these games are somewhat old. I feel like, you know, this is kind of a slow time for new games. Mm. You know, everyone's like announcing their hot new babies. Uh, but uh, I don't know. I, I feel like not a lot's been coming out. I've been, I've been feeling. I've been playing the same games for a little while now. Yeah. I had the occasional like I remember I played Far Cry Five that was fun and there were a couple other releases that I had fun with. But yeah, mostly it's been like Overwatch. Yeah. Dota, like, not since the spring. I feel like has there been anything huge that's come out really? Well, I guess fair. technically we're still in the summer or the the, the season of spring. You know, it feels like summer out there. Mm. Um, so yeah, I've been playing a lot of Overcooked, which is a fun game. <laughs> really difficult to play on a flight, because uh, the Switch is a very, very teensy tiny little screen, mm -hmm. and uh, that's a dense game. Like you really gotta, you really gotta know where those onions are. Mm -hmm. uh, essentially, it's like a, a cooking game where you play with uh, a friend or, or three. I think you play with up to four people. I think yeah, it's up and to four. It's kind of like Diner Dash, but it's more on the uh, like cooking chef side of things as opposed to like the serving side. Uh, so you get these orders, and it's like, oh, we need onion soup, and you gotta like cut up three onions, put them all in the pot, wait for it to cook, put it on a plate, and put it out the window. Uh, or it's like, oh, we gotta make some, we gotta make a burger, so you gotta... You gotta, like, clean the plates. Yeah, gotta, oh, God, yeah. Oh, I fucking hate cleaning the plates. There's just a lot out. of, it's like multitasking the game, essentially. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, remember. it's very stress-inducing. I can only really play it for, like, an hour at a time, because mm -hmm. I just get exhausted. Yeah. Um, Fiona, my girlfriend, really, really likes it, because it's... A game about cooking and she likes to cook a lot and you don't have to kill anybody in it which is nice mm -hmm. um, because it's been frustrating when I'm like oh we can play this game together but all you do is like shoot zombies in the face yeah. we can play this game together oh yeah but that involves like beheading people you know and it's just yeah. kind of like fuck man there really aren't a lot of like options it's, it's kind of like the experience you have when you um, when you like go out to dinner with someone who's a vegetarian mm. uh, like Fiona's also <laughs> a vegetarian and so like I go to the place that I just always go to because I love this place like oh we get soup dumplings here and then you yeah, look at the menu like, like oh there's nothing man, it's there barren if you no don't eat meat for people who don't eat meat yeah oh, God. and that's what video games are like if you are into violent stuff like we're getting better yeah. but like honestly it's not that great yeah I feel like yeah, there are, there are some good indie games that are like it, but I feel like a lot of them are single player games exactly. too. A lot, a lot of, of the like multiplayer games involve games. like yeah, because it's just so easy if you're if you're trying to make a competitive multiplayer game, you know what I mean? Yeah. Then, or like a local multiplayer game at least yeah. for like playing with friends for something like that situation, um, it's easy to just use violence as like the win condition. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like. In Towerfall, it's like, Towerfall is objectively a pretty cute game, and it's not like it's super violent. Right. But if you think about it, you're still, like, shooting arrows into people. And, like, pinning people to yeah. walls. You're still like killing that. people. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's... She it's, will play Towerfall, but yeah. it's less gory. It's less, it is less, less gory, violent. but that's, um, it's like, it. it's so widespread because I feel like yeah. it's easy to use that as the mechanic that drives the competitiveness yeah. of the game. Yeah. So, yeah. It's tough. Um, yep. But I've also been playing uh, Swords of Ditto uh, with Fiona, which is like a cartoony kind of uh, roguelike game, I guess. Me like uh, It's cool because, I mean, the, the general conceit is like fun because you play as this hero and the hero shows up every hundred years. It's like, imagine if every Zelda game was actually just one game and it was a roguelike. Um, I see. Because like, the premise of Breath of the Wild is that 
Ganon showed up a hundred years ago and he fucking kicked everybody's butt cheeks mm-hmm. and Link had to go put in a coma for a hundred years because that's how long it takes for the, the hero of time to show up or whatever the hell it is and then you play as the awoken hero after a hundred years has passed in the Swords of Ditto every time you die that's another hero down the drain and you gotta wait a hundred years mm-hmm. while this like evil terror reigns upon the land until you come back and then pick up the sword again and reclaim the power and like try and fight the evil again. That's pretty um, cool. So it's like imagining, yeah, like what if the hero just dies and then everybody has to wait a hundred years for them to show up again, you know? It's pretty um, cool. Which is, a, which is a fun idea. I like that uh, premise. Yeah, it's a fun premise. The one thing I'll have to say is that like, it's a little, I mean, I haven't really played it that much, but it's frustrating in that obviously when you die, you lose all of your progress. Mm-hmm. Which is, it's a roguelike, like, I yeah, get that. Yeah, that's par, um, yep. But it takes a while to, like, start back up again. Like, you spawn in, and then you have to, like, someone has to talk to you for, like, a little bit, and then you have to go to this graveyard and get the sword back and all this stuff. And it's just, like, uh, it's, like, a process that isn't really fun to do. Yeah. And it's just, like, I'm just frustrated because I just lost, and I just want to get back to where I was and, like, yep. try again. But I have to go through all these hoops, and it uh, the difficulty scales dynamically, so... You, the, the static part of the game is, are your levels. So if I start the game and I get to level 4 and then I die, I lose all the stuff I had, but I'm still level 4, but so are all the enemies. Yeah. So it's not different. It's yeah. just as hard as it was before, except now I don't have any of my weapons again, and it takes me just as long to get back to where I was, and there's no reason that I won't just die in the same place again, despite yep. the fact that like I've gained levels and theoretically gained power, but so is everything else. So... It just would, I feel like it would be so much more fun if everything stayed the same level so that you gain levels and then you can just kind of like cream through everybody really quick, slice and dice, baby. It reminds me of like, well, that's like Rogue Legacy-ish where like mm-hmm. in Rogue Legacy you upgrade your character and yeah. everyone else in the game, stays the the same. Yeah. The game doesn't so get upgraded. So it gradually gets easier. Cause it's, yeah. But it's still a hard game, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's still quite a hard game. Yeah. But like, and it takes a while to get either good enough or leveled enough that you can do the more difficult yeah. areas yeah but like eventually the first area becomes easier mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah. doesn't stay the same and I, I like that style of progression um because the other one like i i appreciate the like i don't know caves of cud kind of approach uh-huh. but that's just like a different mm-hmm. game you know yeah caves of cud anything like that like adam all the that like proper there's good and proper roguelikes yeah. there's so much more room for like exploration there that makes repeated plays interesting well yeah and also optimization like yeah. i don't know about in sorts of ditto when you were describing the initial it's like very simple yeah when you were describing the initial like you do this every time type thing mm-hmm. in caves of cud there are things that i do every time like, yeah yeah but you had to like of, yeah. learn that the game didn't tell you oh you have to go here and talk to this guy and then do this and then do this and like uh-huh. then you get to go on it's like you just realize if i talk to this person i can solve this quest in town get a level and then i can go on so that's a satisfying path of like game or like educating yep. yourself about the game so it feels good when you do it because you're like aha this is yeah. my thing yep. I figured out caves of cud by the way if you happen to not know it's Woo! just it's a roguelike it's Woo! like tile based oh my god i love it um it's a huge game you should definitely just like it, it's hard for me to explain it well enough to do it justice if you know what like a roguelike is, is it's um, one of those. Yeah, like, it looks like a terminal yeah. game. Yeah, it's like a, it's except like it has ASCII. actual assets. Yeah, it's like if an ASCII yeah. game had actual assets. Yep, and it's ba- it's kind of like based loosely on like a D and D kind of uh, system, combat system, I guess. Yeah, it's like you have anyway. you have um, abilities and like a Attack proper um, plus minus stats yeah. sort of sheet. Yeah. Um, um, but the beauty of it is that it just has an incredible amount of like. 
uh, dynamic systems involved. Yep, it's uh, like got randomly generated lore and yeah, books, and, yeah. and it's really, really good. Yeah, like it's, it's very. It's fun. not one of those things where it's like, oh, it's all proc gen, and you're like, oh, infinite playability, and then it's actually just like the same thing yep. everywhere you go. Look at you, no man's guy. Um, but it's like, yeah, the dynamic lore. Like, if you're into that kind of stuff, if you're into like reading item descriptions and you know, some of the texts that yep. show up in there. Like, it's really and, fun. And the other thing is, the game has enough breath where, like, after, like, it's it's been, I've pl I have, like, 130, 140 hours in that game. Yeah. It also still gets upgraded, like, every Friday oh, yeah, it's or like so. early access. Yep, it's, it's been out for, like, a, like three years, yeah. but the, the guy just keeps adding random yeah, stuff it's a small team. I think, like, the core team is, like, two dudes, and yeah. they have, like, around maybe five, six people that help out with, like, sound and art and stuff. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's fun. Freehold yeah. games, I believe. Yes. Um, I really, I really enjoy it. But yeah, like I was saying, like the beginning, you do optimize stuff, but I do do the same thing every time. Like it was mm -hmm. frustrating because even though the everything's randomly generated, like there are certain fixed points on the map that are not. Like there's a place called Red Rock that's always, you know, three tiles north from yeah, Joppa where you start. You right. know what I mean? Like yeah. there's the map is kind of fixed, but random once you actually like visit the area. Yeah, which I which I think is my preferred style of like randomly generating stuff because mm -hmm. I I think you have to design this the space to some extent like you can't just let the computer yeah go all the way. it feels more curated than yeah that, it feels like know. there's actual level design in it which is just going to typically be better than a randomly generated stuff but having a little variation within that is nice because then yep. it's like okay I know where this is I kind of know like what the vibe of this area is yeah but when I get there different. it'll be different yeah well when I get there it'll be totally differently mm -hmm. generated but like I know that I generally find these enemies in this yeah. area. You know what I mean? Like yeah. certain things like that. Um, Which is interesting because it's almost yeah. like, I mean, to a certain extent, I almost wonder if like that's totally necessary because in my memory, it's always a little bit different than I remember things in the first place. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like an interesting way of simulating that to a certain extent. Yeah. Like, oh, you're back at this place and maybe it's been like 10 years since like mm -hmm. the character was there or whatever. Yeah. And so, you know, it looks a, little, looks a little bit different. It's like every time I come back to New York after having been away for a little while, it's like, whoa, when the fuck did this story get here? Like, oh, I don't even recognize this block because there's no scaffolding on it anymore, you know? Oh, there's there's stuff like sometimes I go to Red Rock and it's like, hey, it just generated as normal. There's nothing here. Sometimes right. it's like there's angry baboons all over the place. I don't know why <laughs> this time. Every now and, then, yeah. now and then I go there and it's just like there's tar pits. And I'm like, why are there tar pits everywhere? That sounds really scary. It's just like, it's like asphalt all over the place where if you walk in it, you get stuck. And things can light it on fire. There's often, oh, cool. like, things that spawn that shoot flames, if that's the... Like, and it's interesting because that makes for a lot of, like, learning from previous yeah. runs. Yeah. Like, I've... I, I, I've gone to Red Rock and gotten my shit kicked in by baboons before. So now mm -hmm. I know I don't want to be level one fighting the baboons. I want right. to get my first level in town by doing quest or two right. or wandering around the swamp killing a crocodile or two before i go you know to the first quest area stuff like yeah. that like sometimes yeah. i go to the first quest area and there's nothing there sometimes i go to the first quest area and like it's there's something there's mushrooms everywhere and i catch a disease and i'm yeah. just like if i see mushrooms next time i'm gonna get the hell out or i'm gonna find like a mask or something yeah. to put over my face yeah like i don't know it's it's very fun but yeah the beginning has these things that you do every time that have a lot of room for optimization, um, and that it is frustrating because it does take like a good twenty minutes to get a run like Up proper going. going. Yeah. Yep. But like, there are things that can happen too in the early game yeah. that 
will benefit you. Like, and it's still like kind of fun to do that in a way. Yeah, well, because it's exciting. Because it's like it's not like go get the same sword you get every time. Yeah, it's yeah. like, hey, open the chests in town and see what's in there. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. There, there's a certain pool of things that can spawn in there. Mm-hmm. But every now and then, you'll get something kind of cool. Yeah, you know? if they're like, updating it every week, it could just be totally different at one point. You know. Well, that's also true. Like when you do like late game exploring, if they add any late game stuff, like suddenly you're like. I'd, I've never seen this before in my life. Like, in your, it took you a while to find it because you had to get a run that was good enough to go like deep underground. Right. And, you know, what was the biggest surprise you had in that sense? Um, I suppose when I came back to the game after a while, mm-hmm. there was quite a bit of new thing. Like, I would find something and I'd identify it, and it would, it would be like, what did I find? I found like normality gas pump or something like that, oh. which. I had no idea what the hell it did. Yeah. I was very confused. <laughs> um, and then there were like new enemies that were using it. And then I realized, like, I didn't think the gas actually did anything until I realized, oh, if you throw this gas at a wall, mm-hmm. you can walk through the wall oh, if cool. the gas is occupying that tile. Huh. And I was, I realized it because it got used against me by these knights, like Templar, who like, showed up. Yep. Um, and I think that was to solve a specific... You can really, like, funnel people in that game into, like, one-by-one hallways right. and start fighting them one-by-one, one, yeah. which is a really good strategy because the game is very hard, and if you don't yeah. do that and you get ambushed, now you're in trouble. You're like, not. you gotta... Yeah, you, yeah, you're gonna get killed. Yeah. So these particular enemies, they would spawn in a certain area of the game where there was a one-by-one a one hallway very nearby, mm-hmm. uh, and I would always go straight Just to that hallway, yeah. funnel them in, and just kill them, you He's know what I mean? Make sure I, yeah, make sure I have a lot of uh, salves to heal myself and then stand there and, you know, just kill them. Legend them to death uh, with your drill pack. Yep, but now that they have these, they, they also have normality gas like grenades, okay. if I'm doing that, they'll throw it at me oh, and then wow. they'll just walk through the wall around me to try and surround me. Oh, and jerks. that was, that was like, coming back to the game and having that be a mechanic. Yeah was crazy because when it, it's that feeling in a roguelike of when they threw that normality gas grenade or whatever yeah i didn't know what the hell was going on i was uh, like is this going to hurt me it doesn't yeah. appear to be hurting me yeah. you know what i mean it's turn-based so the first turn it happened and i saw the gas i was i was like freaking out yeah i started like looking at the gas it yeah. didn't really give me a good give me a very poetic yeah cryptic is very cryptic yes yeah. description of it which i love i look at everything in that game because yeah. there's descriptions of actually it's, it's, everything it's very, in the game. It's very thoughtfully written. Yes, yeah. the, it's well written too. Like yeah. It's like basically prose like every yeah. time I... It's almost I, like if Tolkien know. made a roguelike. Yeah! I'm, like an I, indie roguelike. I really, really yeah. dig that about yeah. it, that it, it has so much like heart and like thought mm-hmm. put into the world itself. Um, there's, there's randomly generated books in the game, but there are books that remain consistent that will be the you can tell because they're like gold in your inventory these are the important tomes yep and those those store like overarching like world knowledge and information like this is true every time you play this is the story of the game you know what i mean of the world of the game and there's a there's more stories of like sultanates that are randomly generated and Mm -hmm. such that um are interesting as well but ultimately they are randomly generated so they don't have these sort of like um, complexity and intention, yeah. you know, that like the world yeah. building of the full world have. But it's almost like right. when you read a history textbook and you're like, 
fucking Mohammed was off in his little corner of the world doing some wild ass shit. Exactly. Like, you know? that's exactly how the game pretty much works. Like, hey, it's this Sultanate and it's a bunch of, you know, bunch of stuff about, hey, on the 19th moon of whatever, they mm-hmm. fought a battle against the worms at a yeah. at this place that you can go find, find some with this weapon that you can go find, and yeah. you became known as some title that... The Worm you know, Slayer. Exactly, literally. And now yeah. you can be the Worm Slayer should you retrieve yes. his weapon. Worm's Bane or whatever <laughs> it will be called, probably, based on how the generation tends yeah. to uh, yeah. group those things. But All this is to say that it's difficult to play a game like Swords of Ditto after playing Cud, which is just so much more interesting. Yeah. Ditto has the, like, the visual side of things, mm-hmm. which is like much more interesting. And I would say if I was like 13 or 12, mm-hmm. this game would be so much more fun, because like I just wouldn't... like. Cut would be, yeah. like, opaque to well, me. Well, cut is almost, like... Cut has such a learning curve. Yeah. Like, a learning cliff of yeah, just, like, trying really to... It really does. Trying to even not die, like, doing the first quest, you know mm. what I mean? And there's so much in that game where, yeah. like, even after you have, like, 20, 30 hours and you can get to the mid-game consistently, like, sometimes yeah, you, you just... mid-games. You just Still tricky. die, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes that was what turns something new just kills you yeah. when you're, you know... That was what turned me on to that game in the first place, actually, was stumbling upon... I mean, I think I've heard about it, like, maybe, uh, like, mentioned, like, like offhand on a Waypoint Radio, their podcast, where uh, Austin Walker, the main the main sort of editor there, editor-in-chief, was saying, like, yeah, and there's this game, Caves of Cud, which, like, sounds really interesting, but I just don't have the time to do it. But there's something about... I talked about some gorilla at some point... That sounded really interesting. I was like, it piqued my interest. So I looked into it online, and someone was asking about the mid-game on their forums, and the way, like, the the amount of detail they were including and how to describe it, it wasn't just like, hey, I get to the swamps, and I'm trying to kill the zombies, and I can't. How do I help? Help me. It's more like, hey, so, like, I did this, 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 and this, and I got to these shoots, and, like, if I go to the one with the fire, and I have these metal boots on. The trash shoots at Golgotha is what that is. I remember you talking about it. amazing names. Yeah. The trash shoots at Golgotha, and you gotta be careful which shoot you go down, because some of them have shoot crabs, and the other ones have fire traps, and some of them, and you never know which one you're gonna get. There's also a giant shoot that'll take you right down, but if you don't have a rubber gum injector to half fall damage, you'll just fucking splat at the bottom. <laughs> I did that! I was like, I have never gone down this chute. The big boy. Yeah, usually there's like a pink security door in the front that I uh-huh. can't open, I never have the right item to open it, right. but this time it just generated such that there was a hole in the wall, <laughs> and I was like, I can just walk through now. Let's go. Yeah, and I tried to go down the chute, and I insta-died, because oh. I didn't realize it was like a, you know... A thousand story drop. Exactly, I just and like, I w- it was in that moment where I was like, fuck, like, I died, and I was like, I gotta start right over again, yeah. get the back there, and, you know, figure out what the hell is going on. Yeah, like, how did you find out that you needed the gum sh- the gum? Yeah, injector? if you have a rubber gum tonic, like, injector thing, you can half, like, fall damage, and that'll usually be good enough as long as you have a good toughness, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? You have, like, above 100 health or so, I think you should be fine. Um, other things, learning just, like, this is about the level I think I like going to this area, you right, know what I mean? Right. Stuff like that. Yeah. And there's also just a lot of stuff to to handle, like, the game will just throw tough shit at you. Like, yeah. I, I fought a Mimic for the first time, and I had no idea that they can grab you and keep you in place Aww, and have your dodge value, but they can. <laughs> I went up to fight it in, like, melee combat, and I was like, let's give this a shot. And as soon as I got into melee range, like, I was fucked, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's that sort of level of strategy where yeah. you have to know, like, I can't, I just... I can't do this. If I do this, I'm going to die. Yeah. 
And regardless of if it was, was yeah, if it was my first time in this situation, it would be opaque. I would not know yep. that. And you just have to pay attention to make sure you know what you did wrong. Exactly. Yeah. Like, and it, it feels like a skill. It yeah. feels like you're like learning how to. Yeah. That's the part of the game that I struggle with, though, is like paying attention close enough to like learn about my mistakes and not do them again. Because then, like, once you do the same thing twice and you still just don't understand what you did wrong, then it starts to get frustrating. Yeah. But I think that's why message boards and like the community around the game helps as well. Yeah. Playing it with other people is a good idea. Very helpful, telling you like what to optimize at certain parts of the game. Yeah. And it's not like necessarily a Bible, it's just helpful. Right. Um, yeah. It's not you have to do this to survive. And no one's ever going to be able to explain everything. Because it's the kind of game where you can randomly get screwed by yeah. something. So, like, once you get good enough that you know, all right, I can go to this area, I'll be fine. Mm-hmm. But if this random thing shows up, like, will I be fine? You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is, I started carrying around EMP grenades because every now and then this thing, when I'm lower in the earth, called a chrome pyramid, will show up. And they can one-shot you at pretty much any level. So, Yay. I was like, I just, I need to have an EMP grenade on me if I'm going to go more than, like, 15 levels deep into the earth. Yeah. Because I could chrome pyramid could show up, it could teleport onto me, and I'm, I need to, you know, yeah. knock it out. Knock it unconscious, and get per se. Get the hell out of there. Yeah, before I get obliterated. You yeah. know what I mean? At level like thirty, after you know twenty hours of my run, like yeah, that is scary, but cool. Um, I guess we have maybe time for one more game to talk about. Uh, this is probably the most recent game. Uh, it's called Old Man's Journey, or mm. the Old Man's Journey. Um, I want to like it. Uh, oh, is it one of those? I don't, though. Is it like the Firewatch I... effect? Or... Uh, no, I mean, I, we can talk about Firewatch a little bit. I don't know if we did at some point during there. Firewatch I, I finally... is one of those games that I want to like and I can't like. Mm, but... I finally finished Firewatch. It's it's good. It's like, but oh, I, I understand that it's also kind of like directly made for someone like me who's a, a guy who enjoys hiking mm-hmm. in national parks and yep. story-based games yep. with like lovable, interesting characters and that kind of yep. stuff. So I like Firewatch. I played through some of the, um, they did this really cool, I'll just touch on it briefly, like, audio tour of the game. Uh-huh. It's not like a director's comment. Hey, so we had a bit of a technical problem uh, that cut out abruptly because, uh, uh-huh. I don't, well, we don't really know. But, uh, anyway, that was just talking about how cool the Firewatch audio guide was. Um, we're a little bit out of time on our end. Uh, we'll talk about the old man in the... No, not the old man in the sea. We we'll, we'll, we'll might talk about that a little bit. Talk about a video game that's basically the old man in the sea, except with... Uh, but not as know. good. Yeah, but, but um, not as good. Yeah, it's called Old Man's Journey. Maybe maybe cool your jets if you're super pumped about it. Anyway, uh, just to get those these uh, important details out, we have an email address where you can email us at makeplay, uh, radio. Mm, it's confusing. Makeplayradio at gmail.com is our email address. Uh, and you can also follow us on Twitter at MakePlayRadio. Uh, you can also follow me on Twitter at Jimmy Stein. And Nick, where can people find you? On uh, at uh, Nick Fears Dolphins on Instagram, putting out glitch art and stuff. Insta Jam! Uh, woo! That's where we're at. Please email us because we don't get any of them yep. ever. And uh, we could use some, we could use some fresh, fresh content. Yeah. Um, because us, you know, tell us, tell us what you think. Tell, yeah. tell us that you think we're terrible. Yeah, I don't if you've anything. Ever, if you've ever wanted to get an email read on a podcast before, this you can is your do it. absolute best shot because yep. if you send us anything, literally anything, we will read it. Or you describe can, it if it's a picture. Okay. You can send me a picture of your mother mm-hmm. uh, at a water park with no context and I would talk about it on the show. Yeah. Yeah, that's anything. Good, right? You can literally send whatever you want. You can send a picture of your cat playing oh, with yarn. Send a picture of your cat playing with yarn. That'd be great. All right, we gotta go. Uh, I love you so much. 
And we'll talk to you next week. Goodbye. Bye.